And so we've got baby dedications coming up on the 7th of March. If you haven't had your baby or your child dedicated, we would love to do that for you. So why don't you fill out a Connect card, pop that into the Connect box, and we will be in touch with you later on about that. Hey, it's great to see you this morning. You're looking great. You're looking awesome. Isn't it good to be in church? It is so good. It's so good. Hey, look, for those of you that haven't met me, my name is Denise, and along with my husband, Daryl, we're the lead pastors here at Elam Christian Centre, Pukekohe, and it's an absolute privilege to have you with us this morning. Well, I'm going to pray before we get into this morning, because I think that that's always a really good thing to do. And um, I just want to say right from the outset that I believe that it is strategic that you're in the room this morning. God doesn't waste anything. And so this morning, my prayer has been that you will walk in one way, but you'll walk out another way. There is something that God has for every single one of you today that is going to take you a step closer to Him. Because here's the thing, He is constantly pursuing you, whether you know that or not. He is recklessly pursuing you. So this morning, can we give him our attention and let's pray. Father God, Lord, I thank you for every individual here today, every couple, every family, everybody that is here today in this whole building. Lord God, I thank you for the privilege of coming and sitting under your word. And Lord God, I pray this morning that as uh, we share the word, Lord God, I pray that you just cause only the Holy Spirit to be heard. Lord God, I pray that you just cause an incredible transaction to happen. And Lord God, that your word lands right where it needs to in people's hearts. Lord God, I pray you help us to all just grab it with both hands. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So good. Well, I'm gonna jump into the word straight away this morning. But before I do that, if you've got your uh, device, you can jump onto the internet and go onto the Elam Christian Centre app. The password is Elam with a capital E 2018, just to keep you on your toes. So that's the guest uh, password. So you can jump on there, go onto your ECC app and get all the notes on there. You can even add your own little notes as well. But anyway, I'm going to get straight into it. In Luke 11, Jesus has just taught his disciples about the Lord's Prayer. We all know the Lord's Prayer, or if you don't, it's our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He's just taught them about the Lord's Prayer. And then he goes on to say this. He says to them, suppose one of you has a friend and the friend goes to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. Because a friend of mine has just come off on journey and he's come to me and I don't have anything to give him. I've got nothing to give him. Then the friend inside the house says, don't bother me. The door's already locked. My kids are in bed. I've already been to bed. I'm not going to get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he won't get up and give him anything because he is his friend, which is another whole message in itself. He won't give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his friend's shameless boldness, he will get up and he'll give him as much as he needs. Shameless boldness. That's what I'm talking about this morning. We've been doing a series that's called Prayers That Move Heaven. And this morning, I wanna talk about prayers that have a shameless boldness to them. I want to suggest to you today that prayers that move heaven have a boldness 
in them. A few years ago, we as a family went to Rotorua for a day out. Um, and my mum and dad and my brothers and their wives and nieces and nephews, there was quite an entourage of us. And we went to Rotorua and we had a great picnic lunch and then we headed up to the skyline Rotorua where you can do the gondola and the luge and lots of other things. And we did the luge together and it was cool and all the normal competitive personalities came out. And um, it was great. There was no grazes, there was no accidents. But then my dad said, how about we do the, the zip line? And everyone's like, yay! Yeah, great idea. Yep, yep, yep. We're in, we're in, we're in. And me too, we're in. Off we go. So we go down to the shop and we pay and then you get this uh, little device. So for those of you that don't know what a zip line is, it is also known as, a, like it can be also known as a canopy tour sometimes. And so it's where you as a participant get harnessed, strapped into this hanging device that's attached to a really long cable that's very high off the ground so that you can enjoy the panoramic views as you sail because it's like, um, it's a pulley system that uses gravity to fly you from one end to the other, from one platform to the other platform. It's very cool, it's very cool. Some of you know me very well by now. <laughs> you know where this is heading. <laughs> but anyway, this is a great idea. We go, we go to the shop, we get, you get your harness, some of you might have already done this, and you walk up the path up to the platform that you jump off. And we're all like, yay, full of zeal, ready to take it on, so excited, it's awesome. The first one goes, yay, screams and, and shouts. The second one goes, yay, and then it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Get my harness on. The guide's strapped me in. Talk, 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 telling me every, all the details. <laughs> and then my enthusiasm and my bravery suddenly disappears. It just begins to wane. And I find myself, as the guide is ready to say, you can jump off the cliff now. I find myself retreating, walking backwards off the platform. My bravery wanes. I couldn't go through with it and I lost my nerve. I'm not sure if you're like me, but my prayer life can sometimes be just like that. My prayer life can be like that. I can stand, initially I can stand up against something bigger than me. I'm full of courage. I'm brave, bold, and ready to believe for anything. Are you like that sometimes? Ready to believe for anything. Anything is possible from the starting line. And then as time goes on, maybe a few knocks, maybe some disappointments, maybe fear, and it causes you to shrink back on those big, bold prayers. You lose your edge. You lose your boldness that you started with. And you begin to second guess what I actually know is God's promises for me. I begin to second guess it. Have you found yourself in that place before? perhaps in a place where you've shrunk back, for fear that you might be let down. Where the world, the circumstances, the situations around you have become the louder voice in your head. They've caused you to listen what God promised you. Maybe a smaller version of that will just be okay. 
Let's take a look at what Jesus said to his disciples about praying bold prayers. In that verse, in Luke 11, it goes on to say, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open for everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds and everyone who knocks, the door will be open. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, you'll give him a snake instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, you'll give him a scorpion? If you think, if then you who are evil know how to give your children good gifts, how much more will your dad in heaven? Will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to all that ask Him? I want to share with you this morning three keys when it comes to praying prayers that move heaven, when it comes to praying prayers with a shameless boldness. And the first one is you need to know who you're praying to. You need to know who you are praying to. Because when Jesus teaches the Lord's Prayer in the previous verses to His disciple, He begins the prayer with, our Father, begins the prayer with Dad. You need to know who you're praying to. I love that right from the outset of the Lord's Prayer, He sets the scene for what follows, and what that is is called relationship. It's called relationship. Everything that comes next, everything that He asks for next hinges on that. that He's a Dad in heaven, our Father. It's relationship. You see, when I think about when I go to my dad to ask for something, I go differently than I do to other people. I ask differently when I'm asking my dad. It doesn't matter how old we get, and I'm knocking on the door of 48 in two weeks' time. (laughs) But you best believe that when I need or want something, I'm not afraid to go to my dad. I'm not afraid to go to my dad. It's different. It's different than when you go to a friend. You see, when you go to a friend, you don't expect that they will do it. You say, oh, it's okay, only if you can, no pressure. Going to your dad is different than when you go to a sibling because often when we go to a sibling, we don't even ask, actually. We just take, and it's quickly followed by a thump, a flood of tears, promptly then by mum saying, give it back and say Sorry. Asking dad's different to the way that you ask your boss, isn't it? Because when you ask your boss, it's usually with a sense of formality, maybe an email, maybe an application form, and your request is either accepted or declined. And it's different than going to a colleague. Because when you ask a colleague for something, sometimes often there's a bargaining tactic or an agreement. Well, if I do this for you, you'll do that for me. Going to your dad's different. Going to your dad is different. You see, when you go home to mum and dad's place, there's a familiarity. It's a comfort of going home. The intimacy of relationship, that's what it's about. And if you've got teenagers or young adults in your house, (laughs) we have, there's this what's yours is mine thing going on. (laughs) Who knows that? (laughs) They have no problem helping themselves to the fridge. They've got no problem helping themselves to your car, your money, your makeup, your clothes. I could go on and on and on. But there's a certain boldness that comes from a child coming home. They go straight in, no questions asked. 
We have to know who we're praying to because when we do, it changes the way we approach him, changes the way we approach God, and it changes the way we ask. You see, if I believe that I'm going to a father who gives good gifts to his children, then I'm going to walk shamelessly and boldly, and I am going to go straight to that fridge. I am for those good things. The second thing is when it comes to praying prayers that move heaven, we need to know that there is more. There is always more. We serve a God of more. You know, about 16 years ago, Daryl started his three-year internship and we were living in Hamilton at the time. He did it through the Bible College of New Zealand. And we had three very young children at that time. And it was, it was tough. We were living off a student allowance and faith. <laughs> That's what we lived off. And can I just do a plug for our interns? It pretty much doesn't look any different nowadays for them either. But it was faith and student allowance. And I remember one, my, one time my dad came over and he noticed that I was a little bit low on a few things in the cupboard. And he said, come on, we're going to go, let's go to the shop and get some things. So off we went to pack and save. And he said to me, we got a trolley. And he said to me, okay, just get what you need. Get what you need. So I thought, oh, great. Okay, so um, I'll I'll just get what I need. So I'll get the nappies and the toilet paper, the rice pasta bread and sugar. And then we head towards the teller. And Dad's like, is that it? Is there anything else you need? I said, well, maybe I could get some clothes powder and some toothpaste. He's like, anything else? And I'm like, maybe. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go back to the beginning again. And we're going to walk through all the aisles. And anything you need and anything you want, you put in that trolley. And we went all the way around again, and my trolley was bulging. And we got to the same, we're back at the same spot, about to go to the teller. And he says to me, is there anything else that you need? I'm your dad. Is there anything else that you need? Can I tell you that we serve an anything else God? We serve an anything else God, a God of more. He invites us to ask, to seek, and to knock. In verse 3 of the Lord's Prayer, it says in Luke 11, give us each day our daily bread. Now, I don't know if you know what footnotes are, but in some translations, when you read that and you read down in the footnote, it says, this is at the bottom of your Bible, so you might see like a little A or a number, and down the bottom in the small print, there's a bit more of an unpacking of what that looks like. And in other translations, that daily bread, it says that it actually also means our bread for tomorrow. Not just today, but tomorrow as well. You know, there's a story from World War II about children that were in the bombing raids and there were thousands of children that were orphaned and left to starve to death. And... The fortunate ones were put into refugee camps and they were received food and good care, but many of these children had been so traumatized by what they had gone through that they could not sleep at night. The fear of waking up to find themselves once again homeless and with nothing to eat. 
Nothing seemed to reassure them. They just couldn't sleep. They were restless. And somebody came up with this idea. How about we give them a piece of bread to go to bed with? The book's called Sleeping with Bread. Give them a piece of bread that they put under their pillow or they held in their hand. And you know, it wasn't long before those little kitties were sleeping peacefully, knowing that when they woke up, today I ate and tomorrow I will eat again. God provides for today and he provides for tomorrow and he provides for the next day and the next day and the next day. You need to know that we serve anything else, God, a more God. In Luke 12, 22 to 28, he said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, what about your body, what you'll wear, for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They don't sow or reap. They don't have a storehouse or a barn, yet God feeds them. Aren't you worth so much more than the birds. Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? If then you're not able to do even a little thing, why worry about the rest? There's always more with God. Because of that, we can pray big, bold prayers. When it comes to prayers that move heaven, we also need to ask and ask and ask again. We need to keep on asking. Can I just tell you that, I don't know if you realize this, but prayers are actually prophecies. Prophecies, that, that is speaking over your future according to God's word, according to his promises in his word for you. And therefore, the lack of prayers when you're not praying, when you're not speaking God's goodness over your life means you're missing out. You're missing out on prophesying or speaking God's promises over your future. Can I tell you that the future of your family, the future of your children, the future of your health, your finances, finances depends on your shameless boldness in your prayers. Can I challenge you this morning? What does that look like? Are you even doing that? Or have you at some stage done it and maybe dropped it for a little while? Come on, prayer, shameless boldness in our prayer over our kids, over our finances, over our situations. Praying God's promises over our lives. And every time that you spend time with God, every day when you pray, when you praise Him, every Sunday when you come in here and you worship Him, He hears you. He hears you. He sees you. Your voice matters. Your posture matters. Because we serve a God who is abundantly generous. We serve a God who is madly in love with you. In Ephesians 1, 6 to 8, Paul says that God's grace is rich, it's abundant and full, and that God has lavished His grace on you. Do you know what lavished means? Lavished means extravagant. It means over the top, unrestrained, excessive, plentiful, and it goes on and on and on. And this isn't because God somehow feels that we deserve it because we don't, but it's because it's the very nature of God. He is a loving 
extravagant, giving, rich God. And He asks you to ask and ask again. But so often the truth is we might ask once, maybe twice, eh? But then disappointment or fear or doubt, discouragement causes us to downsize our request. And we stop asking and we convince ourselves that the lesser will do. And so up goes our umbrella to God's blessings. We put an umbrella up and we lessen the size of it. Can I encourage you to never stop asking? Never stop prophesying over your loved ones, over your circumstances. Can I encourage you, don't be an umbrella, be a funnel to all that God has for you, a funnel. Do you remember the verse I started with about the man whose friend woke him up in the middle of the night? Suppose one of you has a friend and he goes to him in the midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine is on a journey and he has come to me and I don't have anything to offer him. Then he will answer from inside and say, don't bother me. The door's already locked. My kids are in bed and I've gone to bed too. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he won't get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his shameless boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. Did you hear that? He didn't get up and give him bread because he was his friend, but he did it because of his persistence. His persistence. God loves our persistence. He's not irritated by us asking again and again. In fact, it would seem that He rewards persistence. Ask and ask again with shameless boldness. Shameless boldness doesn't downsize. It doesn't backtrack. It doesn't take back requests and it doesn't shrink back. Boldness, shameless boldness. It asks and it asks again. Persistent prayers that are bold move heaven. Can I pray for you this morning? Father God, Lord, I thank you for your persistence in loving us, your continual pursuit of us. And Lord God, Lord, I pray this morning, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit will remind people of prayers that maybe they've put down, of your promises over their life. And Lord God, I pray for boldness to rise and they pick them up again. Bring them to you again. Lord God, thank you that you hear our prayers. Thank you that you love to hear our voice. Thank you that your eye is on us. And your heart is that our world, our life is all that you planned it to be. Lord God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for the privilege of knowing you. And just while everyone's eyes are still closed, I just want to pray for one more group of people this morning. Maybe you're here this morning, you say, I don't even know Jesus. I, I came this morning and I'm not quite sure how it even happened that I'm here this morning, but I don't quite know the God that you're talking about, Denise. But it sounds like he has incredible plans and purposes for my life. And He does. 
And I want to give you an opportunity today to say today is the day that I want to choose God to be my life and my life and the Lord of my life. And I'm going to pray a prayer in a moment and I want you just to pray it in your heart with me. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know Jesus, this will be the best thing that you will ever do in your whole entire life. So pray this in your heart with me. Father God, I thank you that you love me. And I thank you that you died on the cross for me. That you sent your son in place of me and my sin. That separated us. And God, I ask that you forgive me for the sin in my heart, Lord God, and it separated us. God, and I ask you right now to just fill me with you. Lord, come and be the Lord of my life, now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for the privilege of being able to have relationship with you. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. And just one more thing while everyone